important decisions. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports update. Kevin Durant will be traveling with Golden State to Toronto for games one and two of the NBA Finals. Durant has still been ruled out for game one with a right quad strain and is questionable for the second game. Earlier reports said KD wasn't going to travel to T.O. Durant hasn't played since his injury in Game 5 of the Western Conference Finals versus Houston. He has been shooting on his own, but hasn't practiced with the team since the injury. As for Boogie Cousins, he's questionable for Game 1 of the NBA Final that kicks off on Thursday night. And Raptors forward OG Ananobi is just a week away from seeing action again. The Raptors, one-point favorites in this game over the Warriors for Game 1. Total 213.5. Series price, GSW minus 300. Toronto plus 240 to win it all. One in the WNBA tonight, Indiana Fever at Connecticut Sun. Sun minus nine, 163.5. NFL news, four-time Pro Bowl guard Richie Incognito has signed a one-year deal with the Oakland Raiders. Incognito hasn't played a snap since 2017. He was released by the Bills amid a contract dispute. The 35-year-old received three straight Pro Bowl nods with the Bills from 2015 to 2017. Incognito has a history of being a loose cannon. Many criticizing this signing, but Raiders GM Mike Mayock says, quote, you can't have a team with all Boy Scouts, unquote. Jacksonville Jaguars new quarterback Nick Foles excused from organized team activities today for personal reasons. No timetable for his return. The former Super Bowl MVP signing a four-year, $88 million deal with the Jags in free agency, making him the undisputed starter following a two-year stint as the Philadelphia Eagles backup. Odds to win the NFL MVP out. Pat Mahomes, the favorite at 6-1. to one. He won last year at 60-1 to one odds. Philadelphia Phillies outfielder Odabel Herrera arrested after reported domestic violence incident at the Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City Monday night. Herrera was charged with simple assault but was later released from jail. A police statement uh, revealed the victim, Herrera's 20-year-old girlfriend, had visible signs of injury to her arms and neck area. MLB has placed Herrera on uh, administrative leave. The Phillies announcing that today. Busy MLB board tonight. we got a couple games starting before the 7.05 Eastern games. San Diego Padres at the New York Yankees. Yankees minus 190, over under 9.5, Lauer versus Tanaka. And at 6.40, the Pittsburgh Pirates at Cincinnati. Reds minus 120, total 10.5, Lyles versus Sims. And the White Sox and Royals are tied at one in the fifth inning of that suspended game. They're going to resume at 5.52 Eastern time tonight and finish that one up before the late game. The Edmonton Oilers have named Dave Tippett as their new head coach. It's a three-year deal. He'll earn between $2.75 and $3 million per season. This 57-year-old brings a lot of experience to the table in Edmonton, where he'll serve as the franchise's 16th bench boss. He took the Dallas Stars to the conference final in 2008. This marks the first major move for new Oilers GM Ken Holland. Game two of the Stanley Cup final. It goes down in Boston tonight at 8, uh, sorry, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Bruins big favorites here, laying a 165 over-under in the hockey game, five and a half. Updated series price after Boston won game one. The Bruins now minus 310, Blues plus 260. Former Cincinnati Bengals head coach Marvin Lewis is headed to Arizona State as a special advisor to Herm Edwards' staff. Lewis hasn't coached at the NCAA level since 1991, where he was a linebackers coach with the Pitt Panthers. Under Herm Edwards' first year at the helm, the Sun Devils went 7-6, and six, losing in the Sun Bowl to Fresno State. At the French Open, women's top seed Naomi Osaka. She was on the ropes but came back to beat Anna Korolina Schmiedloff in three sets to advance to round two. All the favorites on the med sides getting it done. And maybe magic was right. Lakers GM Rob Palenka, known for his unbelievable stories, can't seem to tell the truth. It turns out Palenka told a fake story how Kobe Bryant was inspired 
against the Knicks after a dinner meeting uh, with actor Heath Ledger. The problem, no such dinner or meeting ever took place. Polinka allegedly made up a story about Kobe having dinner with Heath Ledger after seeing The Dark Knight to study how he locks in for a role. The issue? Ledger died six months before the movie came out. Polenka also slammed by former Laker president Magic Johnson in a May 20th interview. He accused Polenka of embellishment, storytelling, and backstabbing. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage. Gabe Morenci hosts. It's going to be a fun uh, Tuesday after the holiday. Hey, we got some picks for you, a whole lot more, some laughs, some picks. Hey, maybe some futures as well. Stay tuned, everybody. Red Heat and Rage Radio, hour one, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time time decisions. I am a game of red. Down with the raging redhead, Cam Stewart, on this uh, Tuesday uh, afternoon. It's kind of confusing what day it is, but uh, uh, it's Tuesday, and I figured, you Tuesday. know, we weren't on Monday, so I was like, you know what, let's get Mike Blewett on for for a segment, and then of course it's yeah. Colonel Kurtz on Tuesday, and uh, Mike Blewett's like, sorry, Gabe, I'm on the way to um, I'm on my way to the Yankee game, uh, weather <laughs> pending. And uh, with a family, Kurt, in Kurtz Florida. is like Disney Magic World, Kingdom. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Gabe, how you doing, buddy? Uh, uh, the best you was, joined uh, us at least. Yeah, of course I do. Gabe. You, you know what I mean? It's uh, actually nice to have a, a day off on Monday. It was nice. Lots of horse racing and baseball to take in on Memorial Day. I love the holiday. And Gabe, it's great. I uh, missed your phone call at 3.30 in the morning after the Raptors win, but my buddy got it. I left my phone at his house. <laughs> ring, ring. Gabe Morenci, what? <laughs> I saw I missed your call. Uh, my yeah, phone was blowing up. I, I, I texted you. I'm like, can you believe this is happening? I was so wasted. I had to go back yeah. and lease it to my place afterwards. My phone popped out of my pocket. It's on my floor. My buddy's passed out on the couch. Went, oh, he woke up. Gabe Morenci. Oh, Cam's phone. Sorry. <laughs> What a party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it turned it was party. one for the ages. One of those <laughs> uh, a lot of emotions uh on Saturday Saturday night. Yeah, I got, you're right, man. It was very emotional. Like it was just like just to see them on the floor with the confetti, it was like it was almost surreal because you're used to Toronto teams yeah, know, losing all the time, Gabe. It's beautiful. I thought uh I thought I was gonna cry, but I get it. Yeah, I immediately I got into like Oh, I got into like surly fu mode. All you people have doubted oh. us. Go f yourself. Yeah, and, I like that. You turned on everyone. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, then yeah. I started thinking. Before I was like, man, I just want to get to the finals. Whatever happens against Golden State, whatever happens, happens. Right. I bet but the them second we won. One. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the the second we won, I was like, yeah, you know what. I want to win this thing, man. We can win this thing. I'm not going to the finals to lose, right? So I agree. I'll let the emotions kick in after the fact. Right now, we've got we got a series to play here still, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we. I spoke to Leo Rowdens uh, this morning, and uh, nice. Leo Leo's lo- good luck. I tell you, because they alternate games, the broadcast, and nothing against Jack Armstrong. I like Jack a lot. It's true though, but uh, Leo Leo's on was there win. for the yeah, he was there for the Kawhi Leonard shot <laughs> against the Sixers. Yep. It was Leo 
that was there for the double overtime game against uh, the uh, the Bucks, and it was Leo once again um, that did this game. Like, don't tell me he's not good luck. He's been there for every like big win. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. And uh, no offense to Rod Black and and Jack, they're doing their thing. I didn't tell you the story about Lisa and uh, broadcaster Rod Black. Uh, he came into Shoeless Joe's one night, Gabe, when we were sitting there uh, playing ponies, and Lisa goes up to him. She's like, my mom thinks you're hot. He wants to bang you. He goes, what's your mom's number? <laughs> that guy's hilarious, man. He is a player. I think he slept with figure skater Katarina Witt. Like, Rod Black is one of those yeah, underrated yeah, yeah. guys. When Charles Barkley comes to town, like, Rod Black's running the show. Yeah, yeah, him and Rod Black go out and stop hit the tower up. <laughs> You know how many, like, Cougars and Milf, Rod Black, and God, like, figure skating and tennis world? Four Cougars in the San Diego Zoo. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here, Cam on the news. Rescued hiker talks about surviving 17 days uh, in the forest. 17? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> what did he, what did think, he do? Eat like raw berries? It's a her. Like, wow. It's a woman. Oh, it's a her. Wow. Yeah. That's a wild man. I yeah, wouldn't 17 make 17 days, days. in a Hawaiian forest. And there's a lot of danger in Hawaii, too. I'm thinking uh, a lot of poisonous snakes. Uh, some really like that's it's a, it's a tropical climate, so you're not going to be when you're sleeping and whatever. Who knows if something slithers down from a vine and just wraps its way around your neck, you know, and cuts off your circulation? That's dangerous, man. I, 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 I would make it. I have a I, feeling you and I would be coming back. <laughs> no, no. If we played Survivor Hawaii, I think in 24 hours. I need a Pepsi. <laughs> I where's my Pepsi? I just start freaking out. I have sugar shakes and stuff. You're like, give me a spliff. Where's my Pepsi? We're out of here. We just march right off set. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a problem. <laughs> oh, buddy, I'd lose so bad on Survivor. The only thing I'd be good at, I could kill fish and stuff. Like, you know me, Marenzi. I have no problem. Like, you make a harpoon, and I'll be ding, 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 ding. I'll be good for the food for the camp, but uh, a lot of other stuff would be a big problem, I'm thinking. All my addictions and stuff, like being out there without certain things, we'd be in big trouble. Yeah, yeah. Se- 17 days. At least if you're on Survivor, like, they're giving you a Mountain Dew and Doritos like once a day and stuff, right? For stupid challenges oh, and whatever. That, yeah, that'd like, be nice. <laughs> when you're out on your own, dude, you're just you're just done. Man, like we'd be eating poison berries. How the hell do you know like what would kill us and not stuff like that? Yeah, I actually, any- you'd, you'd be surprised, Gabe. Uh, I know because when I was younger, I used to take my little boat out at uh, when my parents had property, and I used to sell berries to people with the pa- with the paper. I used to deliver stuff to them. I was kind of ing- as a kid. I was very, uh, you know, ingenuitive. Like I, I had, I had some ideas, and it really worked. But I learned there's certain berries. Like I can actually tell you the difference between a poisonous berry and like a raspberry, poisonberry stuff you could eat. I, I know berries. Although you remember the two dudes that broke out of of that jail in upstate New York 
Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they were on the run. And the funny thing is, I remember um, everyone kept saying, yeah, neither of them have any experience in the woods at all. They won't last long out there. They lasted like three weeks. And they had a radio, so they, they could hear, like, reports and stuff. And I guess they, they got a big laugh out of that a couple of times about, yeah, we're, we're, we're no good in the woods, huh? We're better than you. <laughs> like, what was his like name? What was his name? Sweat? Was it Sweat? Yeah, sweat and Fat. Dave Sweat? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm Sweat. You're the other guy. <laughs> Maybe we do better than you think, Gabe. We, uh, the Mac over guy. under. <laughs> the Mac guy slowed them down because he got drunk. They found booze. They yes. broke into a cabin. They found booze. Can't blame them. Yeah. Can't. What are their chances? They found a half ounce of weed and, and a bunch of liquor. And uh, Sweat said after that was the downfall. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> like basically that messed them up. Like they were cruising along. Like, like a tr- they, were, they were like nine days in or something. And they, they, yeah, they found a half ounce of weed and a bunch of booze. Oh, and yeah, they he said, they yeah, we just smoked and drank. And it, it set us back. Like, <laughs> hey, man, if we found that stuff, too, you got to take a break when you're on the run. It's probably very stressful. I'm with those guys. They actually did a. Did better, isn't that chicken? Big trouble too. Who helped them? Uh, I think she, 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 she didn't. I think she uh, might have gotten she, out recently. Did she really? Yeah, she, I know she did some time because she really, uh, yeah, she lied to people to help those guys out. They did a great job, oh, actually. Got to hand it to them. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she. Without her, they're not, they're not able to break out and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, she screwed them in the end though because uh, they thought there was going to be a car waiting. And there was no car waiting, so they popped out of a sewer, like in a residential street camp, <laughs> like like three blocks away from the prison. They popped out of a sewer, and they thought there was a car, but there was no car. Right? Oh, they went man. the wrong way too. That's another thing. They went the wrong way. They got discombobulated about which way they were going. The plan was to go to West Virginia, but uh, I guess uh, Sweat had like a hideout in West Virginia. And um, they went the wrong way, though. They ended up going towards Canada. And that was yeah. the whole thing. I remember, like, they were like, oh, if they make it to the Canadian border, who knows? Like, yeah, they're going to get shot at the Canadian border. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, people think we're, border. like, going to welcome Hey, like, fugitives, come on yeah. in. Like, people think, like, Canadians were sitting there on a horse, smoking. Well, I think the people going, thought oh, the Canadian border is just a bunch of, like, beavers and moose heads. Yeah. Uh, there's no people. Exactly. It's don't like, let guys, the beaver like, dot you. There's yes. cops and sensors everywhere, you know, that's, like they're going to get caught at the border. <laughs> Good call. You think there's just beavers? No, the way they made it seem like if they just got across the Canadian line, they're free forever. I got to be I'm honest. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if we were if we had to navigate our way through a sewer system, you're probably going to go eventually a wrong way. Like there's they did great. Like we that if that's going the wrong direction, that's the least of their problems. Like that's tough. You got to hand it to these guys, man. Yeah, nobody. The over-under, you bet the over on those two turkeys. You're winning big time. They said they'd be done yeah, in a yeah. day. As if. <laughs> As if. They were you know what? If we know all these guests, if all these guests were going to stiff, I just had uh, Sussman just had me on the show doing golf. We should have had Suss on. Talking a little, uh, yeah, for the Memorial Tournament oh, stuff. I was a uh, guest on his show today, yeah. You were on the uh, the BFF. Yeah, fan, fan duel Golf. Saunas oh, fan did the DFS. Golf. Yeah, Saunas did the DFS. Jim Saunas and I did the betting. All right, good stuff. So we'll find out. Uh, we'll find out who you took. Yeah, listen. The next segment we'll go to Bob. Uh, Bob's going to replace George Kurtz today. 
Yeah, exactly. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt's is out. Bob, uh, Bob for Vermont is in. Yeah, we'll get to, to Bob uh, right off the top of the next uh, segment because we're going to a break uh, in a minute uh, or two here. So um, St. Louis Blues last night, Cam, got out yeah. to a couple of goal lead. Things are looking good. And this Boston Bruin team, bro, like what can you say? They're unreal. Oh, guy loses I, his I, helmet, I, skates down the ice, and it kills someone on the other end of the rink. I, yeah. They've won eight yeah. games in a row now. They're red hot, this team, bro. They're, they're, they're a juggernaut. They're relentless. They are. And the best thing about Boston now is everyone talked about it, and I'm guilty of it too. We're talking about one-line team. Nobody thought, you know, uh, Clifton and all these other guys are showing up. Like these guys are basically like Mac- AHL call-ups for the most of them. Yeah, Matt, Matt McAvoy's a pretty good player, but yeah, it's not like even the, the big dogs there, like Pasternak for the whole series. He's been okay in a couple games. Like against the Leafs, he helped them, but he hasn't really done very much compared to the other guys. You know, uh, all their role players, third and fourth line players are getting it done. And uh, Biddington wasn't at his best last night, but uh, no, I give full marks to Boston. I still think St. Louis is going to, you know, make a series of it, Gabe. Think about it. You're up two to nothing in that game. You could have won that game. It's kind of like, uh, think about this. Very similar to Milwaukee and the Raptors. Raptors had the lead. They lost. They, they, there's, it's a long series. I, I still believe in the Blues. It is a long series, and it, it's just one game. The Blues have shown, you know, obviously, obviously they're a very, very resilient, resilient team. I wouldn't write them off right now. It's just Boston just keep finding ways to win. I know. Now they know. And they're they're just like on a roll right now. They were off for eleven days. They're a little rusty out of the gate, and then boom, you know they they just turn it up a notch. Same thing. There've been a lot of games where they didn't even appear to be the better team in the game, but they end up winning. Yeah. Uh, in the end, which shows they're the better team, <laughs> right? So, so yeah, um, so bottom line. Yeah, it's going to be tough line. for the St. Louis Blues right now. But I'm See, not. I'm not writing the Blues off. Listen, this is if you like the blues, this is kind of what we talk about with the live betting stuff with the Raptors. And you know what? That was really nice that the Raptors got that done. Didn't even want to hedge it because we're cheering for them. But now St. Louis is plus 260. Boston's minus 310 in the series, Gabe. If you like St. Louis, now's the time to pounce. You get double the line value. So Boston's still got to win three games. I, I like plus 260 is a hell of a nice price for a good hockey team. Listen, St. Louis, uh, St. Louis might lose the next game. And you'll get even better odds, but you know they're not going to be done even if they're down uh, two nothing. This is going to be a long series, as you stated. I'm seeing over at Fanduel right now the Bruins are minus two seventy, the Blues are plus two twenty. Yeah, um, yeah. In the next game, total five and a half. Like an idiot, I bet the under last night. Small play, but still. Yeah, uh, the empty netter. Under. You would have won. Yeah. Would have won if not for an empty netter. Problem with should have, could have, would have. I mean, I know. These, these playoffs, these playoffs have been a way playoff uh, to the over, bro. For sure. They basically, they just, these, they just, these games just creep over the number late time and time again, man. All right, we'll hit the pipelines. We've got Leo Rowden, big man on campus, and more our picks. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
Worldwide Game Time Decisions continues. Radio Network. I Heart uh, Radio. Uh, I see that. Uh, I see that Stephen A. Smith and ESPN's first take are going to be broadcasting uh, from Toronto. Uh, later in the week, and it's pretty funny because uh, on their announcement, the promo, everything's listed in Central Time. <laughs> yeah. Somebody tweeted them and said, hey, uh, since you're going to Toronto and promoting the show, you might as well know that it's Eastern Time there. <laughs> but, um, hey, it is uh, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith's been pretty anti-Raptor throughout the playoffs. He's been p- picking exactly. up the loose. It's time to eat some pro. That guy rips. He constantly rips the Raptors, man. I got that fire stick. So Gabe, that shows in the background sometimes. He has not said one damn good thing. He's another guy. Oh, Kawhi Leonard's going to leave. These guys can all shut. You know what? Shut up. Put a sock in it and relax. You know what? The the disrespect to the the team, it's it's out of control. So now now they're going to go there. Oh, everything's great. We love Toronto. Shut up. At least Charles Barkley's been on a bandwagon the whole time. Exactly. Barkley, Barkley exactly. didn't hide it. They gave them, They said the other night before the game against the Bucs, um, they said, so what's your pick? He goes, well, he goes, I'm not going to give you a pick, but he goes, y'all know I want Toronto to win. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, awesome. He's, he's pulling for, uh, for Toronto. Um, so, yeah, now the media world is going to descend. They play Thursday night, then they play Sunday night. The series is really spread out. Uh, the Toronto Raptors do have home court advantage. And to me, home court advantage is the key uh, of this series. Um, home court is the key of this series. With the Raptors playing a potential four games on home court, if they could hold serve, they could win the NBA championship. I agree. And the Raptors are very good at home. I mean, they're one of the best home teams in the NBA. In the playoffs, they've been great at home. They're 8-2, and two, uh, I believe, now in the playoffs straight up on their home floor. You know, I don't know if they can afford to cough one up. Winning at Golden State is going to be extremely difficult. Uh, but if they can hold serve, man, if they can hold serve at home and win those first two games, going to put some pressure on Golden State suddenly uh, going back to uh, to, to Oakland. Uh, but we'll get into this. Let's bring Bob uh, on right now. It's been a couple of days since we've heard from Bob. Bob oh. in Vermont. Boston Bob. What's up, Bob? I loved the game last night. They were down two to nothing. They came back. <laughs> that was awesome. Cam, what are you laughing for? I got to hand it to you, Bob. What? Yeah, no, you're been uh, you're really love, loving those Bruins. I, I got money on the Blues, Bob, but it's okay. You're you're allowed to cheer well, forever you want to cheer for. Maybe uh, maybe after that I'll give you some tissues, maybe so you can cry. Uh, not yet, Bob. <laughs> not yet. Maybe. Maybe after a few more games, send the tissues. Yeah, I settle down. It's not over, Bob. Not over yet. Simmer down, Bob. It's not over. Yeah, yeah. Settle down, Bob. It's it's one game, Bob. One game. Okay. What about it was said about the uh, Bill Button died yesterday? Oh, Bill Buckner. Yeah. No, honestly. I'm going to tell you something, Gabe, and you feel the same way. Like, Bill Buckner, it really bothers me, so he's remembered for an error, but he did so many damn good things, too. He was an absolute yeah, clutch but... player most of the time. It's just uh, it's a it's a shame. It's a, it's a shame that people, when you think about Buckner, first thing you pop in your head is uh, the ball through the legs. Right, Marenzi? But he had a great career. Uh, it really is. He shouldn't be defied by that one play. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got to speak upon him. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a, his fault. He got... The 
manager should have took him out because he had bad legs at the time. Um, yeah, they you should know? have had him out there. It's a, actually it's a good, good point, Bob. And also, so it was game yeah. six. It wasn't game seven, too. There was another game. Yeah. And that Bob Stanley right. couldn't pitch at all. Remember Bob Stanley? Couldn't get the it's, ball it's a, plate. It's amazing, so Bob, and Gabe, how people remember history. It's amazing. Like, Gabe, you said it. It's game six. It's not game seven. What about Bartman? It was Gonzalez's damn error that was the problem there. It was an absolutely booted the ball. Former yeah. Blue Jay. That was horrible, that game. Right. Bartman I remember that play, yes. Yeah. A guy in a Walkman, like, give me a, give me a break. Like, it's just so stupid how people like make it. It's like I, I couldn't believe that when that story broke. Like, how was it this guy's? Fault? I know he was a he great wouldn't even make the play. Yeah, he was a good player. And Bert Starr is a great player too. Oh yeah, Bart Starr passed died. away too. Yeah, it's true. That's too bad, yeah. Bart. Uh, well, he, he, he had a good life. Eighty nine, I think. He did. He lived. No, uh, eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah, he had a great. He. He had a great 85, great, uh, great quarterback. One of the great uh, great quarterbacks of all time. All right, Bob, so what, what are you saying? You're going to think the Bruins are sweeping the Blues, right? Four straight? No, not sweep. No, no. I say they win in six. <laughs> That's what Bruins. Six. Bruins in yeah. six. All right, Bob, you still coming no, to New York for the Yankee game? Yeah, Friday. We're going by bus. Oh, it's this Friday. Oh, yeah, man, it's, it's already May 31st already. Yeah, I huh? can't wait. wait. I was waiting for it. better not rain Friday. It better not rain. Yeah, it rains every day here. Yankees. Are... <laughs> well, up here, too, in Vermont, too. Who are they playing? Yeah, it rains here. What? Who are they playing on Friday? Uh, the Red Sox. Yeah. Oh, you're going to see the Red Sox. I see you're pulling for the Red Sox. Yeah. No, I'm terrible with my Yankees. What are you talking about? I hate the Red Sox. You can't be a Bruin fan and the Yankees yeah. mixing it up. No, with- I I cheer for the Red Sox and the New Celtics. I like the New Celtics. I like the Coke. New Celtics. Right. New Celtics. Right, I don't That's- like the old Celtics with Larry Bird and Kevin McNeil. <laughs> Never liked them at all. Never did. Now you got more favorite teams than Drake. <laughs> Or Corey, too. <laughs> Corey. Yeah. Yeah, team. Corey's Warriors. Oh, this is my second team in the AOS. <laughs> I miss that guy so much. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he's on Twitter. What about, what about, what about the Raptors, uh, Bob? Yeah, you think the Raptors are going to win? The Raptors are going to win. They're going to win I do, too, six. buddy. I think Bob's on to something <laughs> Yeah. Raptors. No, I always like the Raptors. They're a good team. I thought you were pulling for Milwaukee. Milwaukee? No way. I thought you were pulling for Philadelphia, too, against the Raptors. Yeah, you were. Weren't you, Bob? No, I was not. I hate the 70s. I hate everything about Philadelphia. Oh, that's that's state. is (laughs) prime now, man. No way. No. All right, Bob. Good to hear from you, Bob. Give us a call before you come up. uh, All right, Bob. You miss your friend? Bob. I miss what, Fred? Bob. <laughs> hey, what's he, what's <laughs> going on? He gone. Boy, I, I think he's talking about Corey game. I, I, uh, I don't know what Bob smokes, but it's like he, he he has moments of clarity. Then it gets real jumbled, and then it's kind of, yeah, it's a real interesting puzzle. It's probably know? talking about Corey or uh, Michelle. I heard him mention uh, Michelle a couple times. Yeah, too. Michelle, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bob is a big and fan Bob, of Michelle. Bob lives in his own world. Like Bob, uh, it's like Bobland. 
Should be like that a sure theme is. park in Vermont. <laughs> yeah. Like George George Kurtz said, like Disney World. You go, you go to Bobland when you can't afford Disney yeah. World. Bob, Bob Land. World. Yeah, good point. THC loaded. Alternative, alternative uh, universe. <laughs> alternative yeah, universe. And Bob Kurtz is away on the weekend too, man. He's like, I don't know how long this guy goes to Disney World for, but man, that's a long trip. Hey, he's really going for it because he. I did the show this weekend with Blue Gabe. So he was gone. Like he's, oh yeah, they're driving too. What an animal Kurtz is driving to Florida. That's a long trip. With kids, yeah, he's a different <laughs> breed than me. I couldn't, ha- I couldn't hack it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long, how long is he there for? I don't know. <laughs> this weekend, I know he's gone this weekend too. So yeah, well, uh, most people are like uh, like you or me that go places for two days. Although, look, you went to Vegas for like ten days. How long were yeah, you but I, I, I did the shows there. I, I, I called in every day, no matter if I was drunk, sober, whatever. <laughs> but I don't expect Kurtz with the kids at Disneyland to be calling into a show. It's different at, in Vegas, right? But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I went away to Vegas. Uh, next trip, I want to do Atlantic City, though. I, I, I got to be honest with you, Gabe. The last flight coming home from Vegas, because Lisa gets business class, and I had the worst seat. I was behind a guy double the size as me as fat. There was a big wall. It smelled like electrical was burning. It got in like my throat. Like I had a really unpleasurable flight, like uh, almost panic attack. I'm like, I can't do these five and a half hour flights anymore. I'm just, it just it bangs up my knees. Like I feel like I'm done afterwards, man. I need a shorter trip. Sure is. Yeah, it, it's it's draining. Yeah, yeah, Atlantic City, shorter trip. Yeah, quick, uh, quick hour and 20 minute flight to New York. And yeah. then about an hour and a half or so uh, out to Atlantic City. Man, it was yeah, crazy. Right. Like Sunday with no traffic. I swear, man, me and Riggs got from Atlantic City to the FanDuel Sportsbook in like 60 minutes or something. 65 minutes. It was freaking fast, bro. That's it awesome. Was like an hour and, yeah, it was like an hour and 40, hour and 40 minutes like on a Friday with traffic. It wasn't even that long. You know, it was like an hour, hour and 45, hour and 40 or something. Because uh, we thought it'd be two hours, and we got there faster than we thought. And then coming back, well, there's no traffic. It's really not all that far. It's isolated, but it's not far. You know what I mean? Like, it is It is out there. It's like uh, that. that's the problem why Atlanta City doesn't do better. Because it's not – it's sort of like Niagara Falls. You know what I mean? I'd say it feels closer, of, though, yeah. Niagara Falls. Understanding like – no, but it's not easy just to be in Toronto and say, oh, I'm going to Niagara Falls right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's an yeah, hour I mean, it takes, takes a while. Yeah, yeah. It takes, takes a little while. It seems like it's quicker. I pass it every day. I see um, at the Port Authority, they have the Greyhound, like, leaves every hour to, uh, to Atlantic City. Yeah, I think that's the next trip. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's just something better to try. They have the sports books. They got everything I need. The thing about Vegas is sure the weather might be it's almost too hot in the summer too gabe like you got everything oh, you yeah. need at FanDuel. you got everything you need i'm sick and tired of vegas thinking they're the only game in town i'm still waiting for my damn money from the el cortez for my mail play it's been three and a half weeks i'm gonna i, ta- I had to direct them on twitter where the hell's my 400 bucks from the avalanche in the mail 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Radio continue. Fantasy Sports Video Network. I am Gable Bredson. Put it down with the Raging Redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart, NBA Finals, a couple of days away. Uh, we've, got, um, we've got the Stanley Cup uh, back at it when uh, tomorrow. Yep. Um, French Open going on. We've got the Champs League uh, later. Did you Europe, accidentally Europa bet League? the Champs League, Cam, already? Uh... I haven't bet. I, I had Barcelona with you, but I have not made a pick for Tottenham-Liverpool yet, but I'm going to tell you, right. Tottenham, uh, Liverpool's going to win. I, I would imagine. All, all English. No, uh, all English. They're a better, they're a better club. Uh, and in the Europa League, who are we going to take? Arsenal? That's a tough one. I know one of their players is going to play. Uh, due to political reasons or safety uh, safety concerns. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll hit that a little bit uh, yeah. later on. Uh, Chelsea. Show. What do you like, Chelsea, Gabe? You like Chelsea? They should be able to get it done. They're better. They're they're slightly better, don't you think? Uh, they usually choke Chelsea. Yeah, they're a bunch of chokers. Yeah, we'll see. I think of Chelsea. Yeah, no offense to any Chelsea fans, but they <laughs> seem to know. My, my, my neighbor's a huge Chelsea fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy's crazy. Like, he's got the whole gear. He's got the track suits. He's got the flags. He's got everything. Chelsea, 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 ashtrays. And he's got yeah, it People all. like this stuff. Uh, they get into this stuff uh, in a big way. <laughs> oh, big Chelsea's yes. plus 135. Uh, the draw is plus 230. And uh, Arsenal is uh, plus 210. Champions League uh, right now. Yeah, Liverpool's minus 110. Tottenham's plus 330. And um, the, uh, the tie... Is plus two forty. Uh, Women's World Cup is later on. Uh, that's actually like starts next week, man. Yeah, it Women's does. World it does Cup. start next week. Yep. Uh, there's a lot. When's the next golf major? Uh, two weeks, Gabe, and it's actually funny. This week, uh, the Memorial has the best field that I've ever seen. Like a major, it's unbelievable. Like every single good golfer in the world's going. Tiger's back this week because it's, it's Jack's tournament, right? All the guys want to play well for Jack. So uh, it's it's a nice tune-up, and uh, yeah, two weeks we got the the U.S. Open too. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Pebble Beach, uh, Tigers had success there. Phil's had success there. Dustin Johnson, lots of success there. So should be a pretty good U.S. Open. I'd expect the DJ. He's nine to one right now. That would be my if you gave me one pick, I'd pick Dustin Johnson to win, and I'd probably take uh, Cantlay at thirty-five to one. He's a UCLA guy, Gabe. He's played Pebble Beach a lot. This kid's knocking on the door. He's close, but DJ at nine to one, I think, is a good price. He could overpower that course big time. Um, I, you know, what? I've enjoyed this golf season, and I, I think it makes it makes all the difference in the world. Actually, uh, the way, way they scheduled the PGA Championship, where they did after the Masters, leading into this, uh, we talked about it last year. You compete less with football uh, later on when fall comes around, 
and it keeps interest because really people are interested in golf majors, right? I mean, it's a nice tournament this week, yep. the Memorial Tournament. Uh, but people are people are interested in uh, in in the majors, and it keeps it keeps the energy going, and people know oh, the, the majors a couple of weeks away again after the fact. I got to tip my cap to them, but without being stated, it didn't work in the, in the ratings because when Bruce Kupka ran away with everything, the ratings were terrible. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be different this time around because Pebble Beach uh, is a course where I don't think Brooks Kepka yeah. will run away from it. There's a lot of guys that can play that course at the back of their hands. As I mentioned, Tiger, Phil, DJ, a lot of guys have had success there. Justin Rose, you could never count count him out. McElroy, he'll he'll play well at Pebble. Like all the, all the big guys will do really really well there. Um, and I don't think Brooks Kepka will run away with it. He's not. I'm not. I'm not even going to pick him in that tournament. It just he plays better, Gabe, at those courses that are just like big, bruising, par fours. Like you know what I mean? Courses that grind guys down. Him and DJ do well at. The thing is, DJ plays really well at Pebble Beach. Kepka okay, but not in the same league. So uh, I will not be taking Brooks Kepka in this tournament, despite his record in majors being impeccable. Um, yeah, right now. Uh, you know, interesting that the U.S. Open is at uh, Pebble Beach, a course that people have played so well at. You, know, you think of the U.S. Open, you think of torturous uh, courses, basically. Yes. I don't really think of Pebble Beach as a torturous course, right? It's got some hole, tough holes, but yeah, it, Pebble Beach is very simple, Gabe. The way the winds blow on the water, right? If they blow a proper way, they can have some really easy holes. Also, club selection is really important. A lot of downwind holes off elevation with the ocean there. You've got to be a tactician. And that's the thing. There's a lot of guys like that's why Rose, I think, is a very dangerous guy. He's very, very skilled. He knows his yardages really well. DJ, too. He could do so many good things just with his power. He's going to be very good at any course. And remember, remember way back in the day when we were working together, DJ had that five shot lead. He pissed it away when he was a young guy. He absolutely blew up like he gagged like one of the worst gag jobs ever. That's a good course at, at a major. Him, yeah. And he's learned. He's he, he he he's a guy that I really think can. Uh, Get it done. He, I, I, DJ's going to be. He's going to be right there. You'll win that. I, I think he's going to win. Tiger's won here before too. Correct. He's twelve. Phil. To one. Phil's had success there, and it's not Phil that overpowering. And the thing about it is, Phil is one of those guys like he, if he's got one more kick at the can, Pebble Beach makes a lot of sense for him. You know, Phil plays well in California as a whole. Damn right. Most yeah. of these like, Arizona yeah, guy. California. Yeah, you know. exactly. Lives Arizona in San Diego. Uh, For sure. So what about uh, about this week? You've got the Memorial. I love this. I uh, there's a couple of guys Corey, I'm looking at game. Corey's favorite. Tiger's there, yeah. 10 to 1. Cantley's 15 to 1. Rose is 17 to 1. Thomas is 17 to 1. Coocher's 19 gonna, to 1. I'm going to start things off, Gabe, and I'll give you the six-pack tomorrow. But when I look at the board... I'm like, okay, because he hasn't been in good form. Now I'm getting Fowler at 20 to 1. I know I know his form is not good, but his last two trips to the Memorial, T2 and an eighth. He also is oh. almost like Jack Nicholas is like his godfather. He has a huge relationship with Jack and Barbara Nicholas. Like him and Ricky, like Jack's basically call him like his adopted son. He will do everything in his power to play well this week. He won't give away holes, avoid the things that hurt Ricky Fowler, the double bogeys, the lack of focus. Uh, and he puts together usually three brilliant rounds in one stinker. I think this week is the week he puts it all together. I love Fowler top five. I'll bet him uh, at 20 to one, Gabe. 
You're feeling Ricky. Ricky, don't you lose my number this week, says Cam. Nope. Yeah. I like it. Look, I, like I, I, love one. Can- I love Cantlay, but I can't take Patrick Cantlay at 16 to 1. He should be where Shifley is at 25 to 1. That's a good number. Another guy, Gabe, our, our boy, your boy, uh, Daly from Vegas Insider, watch out for Adam Scott. He's another guy. 17th in strokes gained putting now. He's figured it out. And what does Memorial uh, require? Perfect ball striking. Adam Scott, T to green, is one of the best in the world. 33 to 1 is a good number for him. Uh, Ricky Fowler's plus 520 to be a top five, I see. Ooh, I like. Plus 520. Plus 225 plus to finish top, yeah, top 10. Oh, I like that. I like your plus odds. Plus 114 to be top Beautiful. What, oh, what's top yeah, 20? Plus 114? Uh, plus, oh. Yeah. oh, wow. Give me the FanDuel really like triple, triple play. That's a great bet. bet. Uh, top 30, too. Minus 175. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'd rather not pay the 75. I'll trust the plus yeah. 114 at 20. Look at the field uh, we'll this go. week, Gabe. Rory, Tiger, Rose, Cantley, Thomas, Kucher, Fowler, Finau, Day, Spieth, Matsuyama, Shifley, Scott. This is a major. Like, when you look at the guys there, it's like everybody and their mother's playing this week for Jack. So should be a great tournament. Uh, you're exactly right. And then I guess the following week, it'll be sort of lighter, right? Where do they play next week? Because then after, it's the yep. major following that. Usually the week before the major is kind of a weird tournament. Yeah, what is what is the tournament next week after that? I don't even know. Is there a classic? No, I think they've already played that one. I don't even know off the top of my head what they're playing next week. Go check the schedule. But it'll probably be like a dud, you know? They're not going to... Canadian Open? Is it a Canadian Open coming up soon? Actually, it is. <laughs> I don't think... Hold on, when is the Canadian Open? That's, that's excellent. Well, you Wait. said it's probably a dud. I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah, Canadian well, Open. Yeah. Right. Well, well, Canadian Open. What, what tournament? Canadian Open. <laughs> That's the best. I think it's actually it it's after the U.S. It is, isn't no, it? Wow. It is. June 6th to June 9th. <laughs> oh, amazing. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Hamilton Golf and Country Club. Oh, the that's a good is, tra- You know what, though? That's awesome that it's at Hamilton. I am so done with Glen Abbey. Hell, I played that course. I broke 100 many times at Glen Abbey, and I'm a horrible golfer. You know, like, Glen Abbey blows. It's so overrated. Uh, Hamilton's wicked. It's a great club. So, yeah, it's bad timing because also, yeah, you get the, the major next week, the, the following week. And the thing is, too, it's like on the other side of the coast, too. It's not like, well, yeah, there's a major next week, but it's in Arizona or it's in California already. Right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't they play in Georgia the week before the Masters? They're already there type of thing. And it's like, you know, this is different, man. You're in Hamilton, uh, Ontario, actually, and you got to get all the way out to the West Coast. I know it's not the end of the world, but yeah, it's you but were just talking gave, about yeah. how you don't like those flights. No, I don't. But those guys are golfers. They're in better shape than me. They're used to it, I think. Uh, the one thing is, with the schedule old. change, the tournament, yeah, exactly. That's another thing. They're not a party for seven days straight. Uh, no, things have changed. Like the tournament before um, Augusta, it's a lot closer, like, but it's the Valero Texas Open, right? So they go yeah, from yeah. Texas to Augusta, Georgia, Canada to California. Well, I think the British yeah. Open. There's a Scottish yeah, yeah, one links before yes, the yes, British Open. Yes. Phil Mickelson is the only player, Gabe, to win the Scottish Open and the Open Championship back to back in one year. That's yeah. They usually play yeah, yeah. in the Scottish Open, right? Yeah, no, but uh, the thing yeah, it's is, good. RPC. RBC, as you know, I don't have to tell you, you would know who's RBC players more than I would, but 
RBC have quite a few big time golfers that'll play in this because it's the RBC sponsored big time. RBC Matt Kuchar, Dustin Johnson, Brant Snedeker. There's some more guys. Uh, yeah, you're right. There's like there's like eight guys. Like uh, Hadwin's there now. Yeah, so they'll have the Canadians. They'll have and you know DJ. It's in Hamilton, right? You know Wainer's going to be there, Gabe. Perfect tune-up before uh, uh, the the Pebble Beach U.S. Open too. He, D, DJ will want to oh, win that. Kepka's Maybe he'll go back to back. He'll yeah. Is Kepka RBC too? No, uh, I don't know sure. if he's RBC. I saw I see a release here. Brooks Kepka, Bubba Watson joined star-studded field. All right, yeah. so Kepka. Jay Blair of the Year. All right, who else is there? I'm looking forward to going back to Canada, compete for the RBC Open. Uh, Bubba Watson. All right, who's the other star-studded field? See Bubba Watson's okay. Twitter today, Gabe? He's going to Raptors uh, game one. <laughs> it's like, I can't wait to oh, go to he? Toronto to watch the Raptors versus Golden State. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Hey, look, it open. <laughs> well, remember, his wife is a basketball player, right? So uh, Bubba's a big uh, hoops fan. His, his wife crushes. Like she, have you seen how tall that guy's wife is? She hurts men. Like she's like six six. Like she's a huge tall lady. Like with big mitts, she she'll like hurt you, man. She's a real strong lady. I wouldn't mess with her. I think she wears the pants in that family. <laughs> well, just just another sports celebrity to take in another Raptor game. Yep, Bubba will probably the bet list- on it too. Doesn't lays it down, Bubba? Yeah. The list will grow. The list is growing of all the Raptor fans you've talked about. Like, you know, uh, you talked about that. The Diaz stuff was the best, though. Hey, Pettis, Milwaukee Bucks suck. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> not really a Raptor fan. He just found out that Pettis like the Bucks. His, his opponents from Milwaukee. Bucks suck. Go Raptors. <laughs> I love Diaz. <laughs> that guy's the best. That's a uh, Larry and Wawa saying that uh, Bubba's wife is from Oshawa. Really? Wow, Larry's... You know what? Maybe one guy can win on Jeopardy. Larry, got to take down that guy. Is he still on? Yeah, that, 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 that guy's still on. Oh. We, they need a ringer, man, because it's getting too... He's pissing people off now, too. <laughs> yeah, you notice it's like Teacher's Week and stuff now? They need to space him out because people are mad at that. <laughs> More novelty shows. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. It's like National Hamburger Day or something today, Cam. Yeah, I know. I saw a National Hamburger Day. It's always a Although national every day something. Is, yeah. um, but does it encourage you to have a hamburger? <laughs> no, I'm having. I'm actually just uh, microwaved a meat patty right now. It's hot as hell. I got to tell you something about these uh, meat patties. I never realized some companies like. It's kind of like the chicken, Gabe. The batter's too much. I want the meat. I don't need, like, because it gets really hard and, like, it's like chewing a rock. I don't know, man. There, I think we can do a better meat patty. Eat a softer crust. Where are you getting your meat patties? Are you buying them grocery store uh, brand? Or are you buying yeah, them? What, I'm actually what are you buying, going to get? No, I, bought, I actually upgraded to Patty King. I'm going to go back to the generic ones. They're better. I bought some, like, loser ones before. It was called, like, Island Time or something like that. They were great. More meat, less filler. This 
This one, I, I bought the name brand, way too much batter. It sucks. I'm watching college golf I, right now, Gabe. How come Texas players have the best names? Remember, like, we talk about it, like, Major Applewhite? There's this golfer. Listen to this kid's name. Cole Hammer. Cole Hammer. Cole Hammer. What a name. What's your name? Cole Hammer. That's I don't, uh, what a handle. I, I don't, uh, I don't know. I get it. Like, Colt McCoy, you're right. Texas, these kids just yeah. have, like, good names. What can you say? They do. Like, yeah, it's all, yeah, Colt McCoy, Cole Hammer, Major Applewhite. Like, who the hell comes up with this stuff? Anyway. Yeah, they've always had, think, uh, Texas has always had the, uh, the best name. I wonder if we can bet the suspended game. You know, the suspended Kansas City game? They say it's going to start up at uh, 552, 1-1 in the fifth inning. So they got to replay that game, Gabe, before they get to the night game, the White Sox-Royals uh, game. Tied at yeah, one. I guess it would be a void bet, right? Interesting you say that. Yeah, we'll see if they throw in some live betting for that. I don't think they will. I don't either. But we'll see, actually. But it's interesting you bring that up, actually, for, for DFS players. Those games don't count, I guess, tonight. Yeah. That game doesn't count. Like, if it doesn't start by 8-10, it doesn't count. If it doesn't start in the schedule time, it's kind of stupid. I agree. They're playing a game, they're playing a game. But avoid that game for DFS purposes. But for betting purposes, Giolito's on the hill. I was thinking about Giolito yeah. and the under in this game. Red hot. He's hot. Total is eight. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Kevin Durant will be traveling with Golden State to Toronto for Games 1 and 2 of the NBA Finals. Durant still ruled out a Game 1 with that right quad strain, but he's questionable now for Game 2. He was going to be out in earlier reports that he would not travel with the team to T.O. Durant hasn't played since uh, his injury Game 5 versus the Rockets. He's been shooting on his own, but still hasn't practiced with the team since the injury. As for Boogie Cousins, he's questionable for Game 1 Thursday night of the NBA Final. And Raptors for Anobi is just over a week away from current line Raptors minus one over the Warriors for the game total sits at 213 and a half series price Golden State big favorites minus 300 Toronto plus 240 well maybe Magic Johnson was right Lakers GM Rob Palenka known for his unbelievable stories can't seem to tell the truth turns out today Palenka told a fake story about how Kobe Bryant was inspired against the Knicks after a dinner meeting with the actor Heath Ledger the problem no such dinner or meeting even take took place Palenka allegedly made up a story about Kobe having dinner with Heath Ledger after seeing The Dark Knight to study how he locks in before a game. The issue, Ledger died six months before that move even came out. Palenka was also slammed by former Laker president Magic Johnson in a May 20th interview. He called Palenka an embellisher, a storyteller, and a backstabber. One game in the NBA, WNBA tonight, Indiana Fever at Connecticut Sun. Sun minus nine, 163 and a half. In the NFL, four-time Pro Bowl guard Richie Incognito has signed a one-year deal with the Oakland Raiders. He hasn't played a snap since 2017 when he was released by the Bills amidst a contract dispute. Incognito has a history of going off the handle 
Many criticize the signing today, but Raiders GM Mike Mayock says, hey, you can't have too many Boy Scouts on a football team. Jacksonville Jaguars new quarterback Nick Foles excused from organized team activities today for personal reasons. No timetable for his return. Former Super Bowl MVP, remember he signed that four-year $88 million deal with the Jags in free agency, making him the undisputed starter following a two-year stint as the Philadelphia Eagles backup. Philadelphia Phillies outfielder Odabel Herrera arrested after reported domestic violence incident at the Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City Monday night. He was charged with assault, but later released from jail. The police statement revealed the victim, Herrera's 20-year-old girlfriend, had visible signs of injury to her arms and neck. The MLB has placed Herrera on administrative leave. The Phillies announced that today. Busy MLB betting board. We got two games getting started pretty soon before 7 o'clock. Padres at the Yankees. Yankees minus 190 over under 9.5. Lauer and Tanaka. 640, the Pirates at Cincinnati. Reds minus a buck 20. 10.5 Lyles versus Sims. Royals and White Sox tied at 1. That game will resume at 552 after it was suspended. Rest of the betting board. Two at 7.05. Detroit minus 15 cents at Baltimore. Nine. Boyd versus Bundy. St. Louis and Philly. Phils minus 125. Wainwright versus Pavetta. Total 10.5. Three at 7.10. Toronto at Tampa Bay. Rays minus 198.5. Clayton Richard versus Stanek. Cleveland is at Boston. The Red Sox big favorites. 209. Plesak versus Price. And San Francisco at Miami. Marlins 115 favorites. 7.5. Samarja and Richards. 7.20 action. Washington and Atlanta. Braves minus 125, total 9, Strasburg and Freed. Three more games at 8-10. That White Sox game, game two, if they do get to this one right now, Chicago minus 165, Keller versus Giolito, 8 is your total. Cubs and Astros, Houston minus 140, over, under 9, Lester versus Martin. Milwaukee's at mini interleague play. Twins minus a buck 15, Davis versus Smeltzer. 8-40 action, Arizona and Colorado, Kelly and Sansatella uh, in this game, total 12. Colorado is your favorite. There are three more at 10.07. We got the Angels in Oakland. A's minus a buck 90, total nine. Uh, Montas going for the A's. Angels need to m- mention their pitcher. Mets at Dodgers. Dodgers minus 200. Mats versus Hill over under eight. And we have one more baseball game there on the board. Texas at Seattle. Mariners minus 160. Sampson versus Gonzalez. We have a total of 10. Edmonton Oilers naming Dave Tippett as their new head coach today. A three-year deal. You'll earn between $2.75 and $3 million a year. Game two of the Stanley Cup final tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Bruins minus 165 total, 5.5 updated series price. Boston minus 310, Blues plus 260. Former Cincinnati Bengals head coach Marvin Lewis heading to Arizona State as a special advisor for Herm Edwards' staff. He hasn't coached at the NCAA level since 1991 where he was a linebacker coach with the Pitt Panthers. French Open. Top seed Naomi Osaka got scared, but she win her match in three sets over Anna Corolina Schmiedloff. She's advanced around two. So that's your story right there. I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage. Going to have a little bit of fun. Hey, we got picks. We got everything for you. Stay tuned. Red Heat and Rage, Hour 2, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. A lot of crazy stuff going on right now in Lakerland. Can't talk about it uh, earlier uh, with Rob Polinka. Yeah, kind of a strange he's story about Rob Polinka. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Telling the Lakers. And the Rock was there too, so yeah, the, yeah, rock the Rock is there. And he talked about 
Yeah, Kobe Bryant. About how Kobe Bryant was a big fan of the movie The Dark Knight, and uh, he asked if uh, he could meet Heath Ledger, so he could find out how he got so locked in and you know concentrated so much for the role. So Rob Palenka set up a dinner between Heath Ledger and and Kobe Bryant, except except Heath Ledger passed away already. Heath Ledger yeah. passed away before the movie came out. Um, so it was pretty much next to impossible, uh, this story. <laughs> exactly. Rob Palenka's got enough problems. Now he's getting caught making stories up about Heath Ledger and Kobe Bryant. Well, when Magic Johnson calls you a liar, an embellisher, uh, a backstabber, first of all, people are going to take Magic's side there. And now you're making up fake stories about a guy who passed away hanging out with Wayne. Like, he just seems gay. He's one of those guys. He's maybe, maybe he's just a serial liar. Just, you know what I mean? He can't tell the truth. He's just, apparently, they, there's part of that story, too, in business meetings. He just goes off and starts chirping about stuff. Like, no one believes anything this guy says anymore. Yeah. The Lakers are a gong show. That's for sure. Well, that's the thing. And it doesn't exactly lead to a lot of credibility to sign with the Lakers right now if you're a player. Exactly. Yes, you know, Magic Johnson's basically saying, hey, it's it's a circus there, guys, and the GM's a liar. You know, that that's what's going on there right now. And there's a lot of stuff, man. There's I don't know. It's hard to keep up. There's just so many stories uh, about the Lakers out there right now, from different media services and stuff. But essentially, man, it's it's a gong show, like a real gong show. Like, you know, this Palenka stuff is one thing, but I already knew cool, this uh, and I've been saying this yep. for a while. Is is LeBron James's agent stuff? LeBron James's agent and LeBron James's manager, the Maverick Carter and Rich Paul guys. All right, they're like these teenage friends, and they're part of his crew type of thing. But they're the ones that sabotage the Antonio Davis stuff because they represent Antonio Davis. They tried to hijack all of that, um, and basically. The whole time, like, Rich Paul was trying to get Luke Walton fired all year. Luke Walton knew this, yep. so he knew LeBron's guys trying to get him fired. Yep. And every player on the team knew that Rich Paul was trying to get him traded. Right? So, like, LeBron isn't just this, like, innocent guy and stuff that people make him out to be. Like, LeBron James caused a lot of these problems with the Lakers. I, I, and, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree you more. You think that all oh, people are going to go want to play there and stuff. Why? Why? So they can get well, like, yeah. all this drama with LeBron's people all the time yeah. and stuff. It, get it's dissed by LeBron's people. He'll throw you under the bus. If you don't agree with everything he says, he'll turn on you. Guy tries to get coaches fired. I'm with you, man. The Lakers are the last place you want to go right now. It's a, it's an absolute circus act. And the crazy thing about that story, he told NBA Commissioner Silver this. He's like, what do you want me to do? You, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I want this yeah. coach fired. Like, there's a big yeah, problem. Rich Paul, Rich Paul started like, Helen Silver about Walt being a bad coach. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, game time decision. Ready to make radio continue. Uh, radio Network. 
I am Gabriel Maranci. Going to die with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Uh, I'm seeing uh, Robert Kraft was at the, the Bruins game last night uh, waving a towel here. I see a video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't show my penis. Uh, getting no getting pictures. a big uh, getting a big <laughs> ovation and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, they love Kraft. Yeah, he's the best. That guy's got so much horseshoes up his ass, man. He's, he's just one of those guys. Some people just they kind of glide by, Gabe. I know we didn't finish the LeBron stuff, but this is what I'm talking about. Like, how stupid do you have to be? So you're the commissioner of the NBA, and I'm the guy's manager, and I'm bitching and complaining about a coach. What do you think the commissioner is going to do? He's sitting there going, okay, uh-huh, oh, okay, yeah, so. You don't like Luke Walton? Like, Silver must have been sitting there going, is this even happening? Like, who the hell are these people? Like, it's so stupid. Like, why would you do but that you for and the I, commissioner? You and I both know, and we've talked about this, that LeBron thinks he runs the NBA. He's, He's above the rules. He is above the He's rules. He's above the rules of tampering. tampering and the, there is player tampering, too. People are like, oh, no, a player can tamper. No, he can't. There is player tampering, too. Uh, but Magic Johnson did as well. Magic used yep. to talk about players all the time and, oh, he'd yep, be a great Laker. And they just yep. sort of think they're above everything. And, you know, for the most part, he has been. Uh, but stuff changes in a hurry in the NBA, right? And you're, you're absolutely I right. I don't see LeBron in the NBA Finals anytime soon. It's exactly, not like the Lakers are going to be in the Finals next year. Like, I was, like LeBron's relevance is going to fade like year by year here. I was talking to a, a guy who played uh, ball with Nick Stauskas, Gabe, a local guy who remembered us from the old days at the score. And we were talking about basketball, and I was really, really listening because the guy pays attention. He's actually played at a high level. He brought up a great point to me. He thinks LeBron James, his diminishing skill set, he's got a lot of wear and tear in his body. The team ain't that good. I see this guy. Obviously, he's going to be good for a bit, but we're talking about it doesn't take long for somebody to go from great status to ee- He's not getting any younger. And you know, man, all those wars and stuff, I could just see LeBron James real soon, like two years going right down. That's what everyone's like, you know, that's what he was talking about. So, you know what? I don't think if I was a free agent, I wouldn't want to go to the L.A. Lakers. I think it's actually a horrible move, brutal move. I thought I thought that to be able to figure something out in this offseason and did get a player or two, and they still yeah. might, but – it's a bigger circus than I realized, even, and I really don't think a lot of people are going to be want to want to be a part of it. I think LeBron has one run left in him. You know, he'll make it to like the Western Conference Finals or something. You know, I'm not saying he's completely done, but you know, if you're on a team that's not in the playoffs, like what power do you have, right? Like, but this this is the problem. I mean, my deal with LeBron is he always plays like innocent. Oh, I didn't know they yeah. were going to fire Mike Brown. I didn't know they were going to fire Dave Blatt. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, Cleveland were firing coaches without telling you. Oh, I had nothing to do with Luke Walton. Yeah? Your agent yeah. is harassing a commissioner of the league in a restaurant about Luke Walton <laughs> being a bad coach. Exactly. Like, how the hell is Luke Walton supposed to deal with this, knowing this, that, uh, you know what I mean? LeBron, you're, it's, oh, it's not me, not me. Oh, yeah, it's just your people. Your people yeah. are trying to make trades and stuff, like for the Lakers. You stepped in and, like, basically ruined the Pelicans last year and, like, everything with Anthony Davis there. Like, yep. if I'm Anthony Davis, like, I don't I don't see what you're getting out of this kid, really. You know what I mean? Like, they're just controlling and manipulative, and it, it's pretty annoying. Like I said, other agents aren't like this. 
I mean, and now here's LeBron James going out to dinner. Who who was he dinner with last night? Russell Westbrook. Like, yeah, yeah, they're Russell all smoking. Westbrook? C- yeah, exactly. They're having a barbecue, smoking cigars. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I'm done. I, like, that's the thing about LeBron, and I I think it's BS. Yes, uh, these other no guys, they don't run the other team. Yeah, that's the thing. exactly, exactly. And this guy thinks he, yeah, you think you are the king? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, yeah, he, how many guys he called, talk about trying to recruit. It's absolutely ridiculous, and I think the NBA, instead of being pussies about it, they should step up and go, listen, buddy, you better you better stop this act right now because I know they're aware of it, Gabe, and he plays by a different set of rules, and it's BS. Yeah, it's, it gets old. It's, uh, like, but, it's, they have it's to, but they have to do something about it. Like, they can't be wimps and go, listen, like, you go, dude, I know you're a great player, but you are not above the league. You are not above what we're our brand. You you can't be doing these type of things. You know the rules. Stay within listen, them. They can they can find them if they really wanted to. It seems like they're scared yeah. of them. Exactly. They're scared well, of them. They could. And they, they don't seem to do anything ever uh, about it. You know, it's just it's, it's continuous. It happens all the time, like midseason or whatever. But it's backfired on them. They didn't get Anthony Davis. Um, and now, you know, there's just so many rumors and stuff going on. Whatever, man. We'll let the finals play itself out. And then um, and then, um, then the whole Kawhi Leonard stuff is going to start. Oh, and you've already seen it. Oh, he's not starting. I remember there was the whole, uh, his sister said Kawhi's not coming yeah, back to yeah. Toronto. It really wasn't her. Yeah, I know. Like, so... You know, we're we're in this sort of fake news and made up stuff and and all these crazy uh, crazy things going on. If I'm LeBron James, I think the best thing to do right now really would be to get Kyrie Irving back. And I agree. I thought it was crazy. I remember 100%. Corey said, you know, they're no good without each other. But it almost like yeah. it's like you guys are both so dysfunctional that it works together. It, like it nobody, is, I don't it, think anyone wants to play with Kyrie and no one wants to play with LeBron, and you guys exactly. have played together before. Like, just deal with it. And Gabe, you, you said it, too. Like, remember when they were fighting, Kyrie actually took the high road and apologized. These guys have worked out some stuff. It makes total sense to me. Kyrie Irving make, will be a Laker. If you could if you could bet on it, that's 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 the bet I'd make, too. He'd like I'm to go back thinking, with LeBron. I'm sort of thinking he's a free agent that would, doesn't really mind a circus. Kyrie's a weird dude. I don't think he really cares about that. Playing LeBron would take pressure off of Kyrie Irving. Yep. Like, you know, I'm thinking if Kyrie Irving signs in the New York Knicks, he's under a lot of pressure, man. Like, people are going to expect him to perform, right? Not that they, they won't expect him to perform in L.A., but it's different. Um, well, LeBron is in Boston. He, he couldn't handle, he yeah, can he, handle Boston, for God's sakes. No, he was horrible. Uh, in New York. Oh, oh like my Boston. God. Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 Boston, wake up. New York's even more, guys. You enjoy those fifty microphones, make it a hundred. That's the thing, man. He doesn't seem like that type of guy. It'll end badly if he goes to the Knicks. <laughs> That's a bad move. Jimmy Butler's a free agent. Um, Jimmy Butler's a free agent. Wouldn't shock me if he ended up with LeBron and the Lakers. I'm not saying nobody wants to play with LeBron, yeah. but I don't think there's a big lineup of people that want to play with LeBron. LeBron's got to do more convincing than the other way around, right? But yeah. I don't believe there's any hope in hell Kawhi Leonard's going there. I don't think there's any hope in hell Kevin Durant are going to the Lakers. He's sort of going to have to. He's going to have to find that sort of secondary star player 
uh, that wants to go there and deal with this stuff. But like I said, like at least Kyrie Irving knows LeBron. They know each other. They know what they're getting. LeBron, uh, Kyrie would understand what, what the dynamic is going into this. Uh, there's a rumor, but it could be a rumor, but it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, we've heard this a lot about the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets going hard after Kyrie Irving right now. And if I was the Brooklyn Nets, I wouldn't do that. Like, I don't. I, I, I don't I know think that, that's good. They have a good they have a good team huh. chemistry, Gabe. You're, you're right in their backyard. That's what you don't do. That's the thing about sports. You can look at the flashy new item and the toy. But you know what? All the guys that you have, you're working together. You're growing together. You're getting better together. Hell, that is what you don't do. You don't go any type of somebody who's going to be like, you know what I mean? Attention on me and trouble. That's the last thing they need. They got good things going on there. You don't need hot heads and guys who chirp. It's not going to work. No, there's just, you know, if you're the Nets, as you stated, to me, the Nets need a power forward. Their guard play wasn't really the problem. You know, they, they need a power forward, but the Nets are trying to get star players, right? Like, that's the NBA's built on stars, man. Yep. It just is, right? And you sell tickets with star players, you sell jerseys with star players, and and you make money with star players. And Brooklyn's trying to get legitimate. They know that they don't want Brooklyn doesn't want to get left out by the Knicks. But the Knicks get a bunch of star players and then Brooklyn goes back to being second class citizens. Right? Imagine Kawhi Leonard went to Brooklyn. He's not gonna do I know that'd be crazy. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. DailyRoto.com guide you to victories to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the 8th Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands and thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a special 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get a 10% discount today. Thank you very much, uh, Cam. Uh, Game Time Decisions uh, continues. Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. I am Renzi. He is uh, the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Uh, So we've got, uh, we're going to replay Leo Rowdens. We spoke with Leo Rowdens, who I think is the Raptors' good luck charm. And for the record, uh, Leo Rowdens is doing games one, three, five, and seven. One, three, five, and seven. That is, if it goes uh, to game five and two uh, to game seven. But I actually think it is, Cam. I think we're going to have a long series here. I think it's going to be a battle. Um, you know, the Raptors are really rolling right now. They've won four straight basketball games. Their confidence is uh, is at an all time high. Um, it's amazing that the bench of the Raptors. That was so bad. And let's be real, yeah. they were for the most part. They were horrible. Uh, we, know, they just hot. weren't getting anything from anybody. Suddenly, is that was what the difference was. This Kawhi Leonard was awesome, but without Norman Powell, they don't beat Milwaukee. 
Ben Fleet Cam has hit 14 of his last 17 three-point shots. <laughs> I know. Hey, like all men. I don't know what the hell happened. 17. I don't know what the hell happened, but yeah, he went from bricks to like nylon. He looks great. Norm's been amazing. I told you that commercial they're doing for the shawarmas is really coming into play. Real hot commercial with Norm and Fred Van Fleet. Good vibes all over the board. Oh, they, take they, you to Osmo's yeah, they, they next time you come into town. There. Yeah, they sure did. They, they probably got the commercial when they're at their low grade. It's like, yeah, okay, um, can Ka- Kawhi Leonard do it? No, no. Uh, uh, everyone said no, but Fred Van Fleet and Norm. Okay, we'll take them. But now, uh, yeah, now they're happy. They got a great investment. The Raptors are rolling. And I'll tell you, Gabe, I'm with you. I, I think everyone thinks Golden State, you're just going to anoint them champion. I disagree. Uh, they're minus 300 in the series. I think the Raptors have a great chance to win the home court advantage. Got to take advantage without KD for the first game. I've already bet them the first game. They're only minus one. They take care of business there. And let's take a look at Golden State. Realistically, they were pretty sloppy in some of those games against Portland. They're lucky Portland gagged. Down the stretch, they couldn't do anything. Portland was up double digits both times in those games and cooking and just couldn't get it done. It's kind of like when I told you Cantlay saw himself leading the Masters and like went in his pants. That's kind of like Portland. They're like, oh, we can beat Golden State. The Raptors are different. They've been in battle-tested games. They get they get things done. I think it's a good matchup against Golden State. I, I think it goes the distance, too. And, you know, you have to wonder about how long Kevin Durant is going to be out for. And I think he's yeah. probably going to be out for the entire series, uh, to, to be honest uh, with you. Which also sets up, I mean, listen, it's not ideal to play the Golden State Warriors, but to get them without Kevin Durant is as pretty yeah. much as good of an opportunity as you're going to get. Raptors have home court advantage. They need to hold serve. If they, they can win game one and game two, it puts some pressure on, on Golden State going back home. Now, Golden State's, you know, they're used to it, but they're not. Like, Golden State don't play from behind very often in playoff series. Is You mentioned it. Um Against the Houston Rockets, every game in that series, it went six games. Every game in that series was decided by six points or less. Against Portland, in three of the four games, Portland had 17 or more point leads. Yeah, exactly. Four games, right? Like without Kevin Durant, the Warriors aren't. They're not good enough to like blow anybody out. They're not going to blow you out. So you're going to be in a close game. They're very clutch. You know, Steph Curry finds a way. Klay Thompson finds a way. Draymond Green is playing unbelievable basketball right now. You know, I'm not naive. I give the advantage to the Golden State Warriors due to their pedigree. Uh, but I think the Raptors have a legitimate chance of beating them. And the, the, the odds are interesting that the series price, the series price is minus 290 now, but the Raptors are actually yeah. favored in game one. I know. Right? So, like, the odds makers are giving the Raptors a chance. A lot of smart basketball people are giving the Raptors a chance as well. Most people think this series is going six or seven games. Yep. Now, sure. if it went six, it would end in Oakland. If yeah. it goes seven, it's in Toronto. And I'm starting to get the feeling that this is going to be a seven-game series. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> I, 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 I hope you're right, Gabe. I hope Kevin Durant, the thing is, out game one, I think they just said that report to say, oh, he's making the trip. He will play game. I don't think he'll play the first couple games for sure. Uh, those are two games I think we can win at home. You said it. Put the pressure on them. Put it on their throats. And got to give Golden State credit, though. Like, a lot of their guys off the bench, like the loonies of the world, and, like, that, they, they're professional. They're, they find ways to win. But I don't think Portland 
I don't think, you know, the Rockets, they, they screwed up, but the Raptors are a much better team than Portland, and, the, and Portland gave them fits. So I, I, I'm with you. I think the Raptors have a great chance to win this series. I, I will be betting all on the series, and as I mentioned, I've already bet game one. Sorry, I saw a commercial for uh, Tommy uh, John underwear, and uh, I thought it was going to be crazy that the chick's wearing the Tommy John underwear. She looks fantastic. I thought it was just like sports underwear, but they made it real sexy there. That was a nice commercial. You were distracted. I was, Gabe. I just that, like literally saw this chick. Too. She, 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 she was at the yeah, she was at the blender, like and kind of like leaning over. I'm like, they don't look like uh, like Kmart underwear there. I was like, actually, like I thought Tommy John underwear would be kind of like you know like just like a basic underwear brand, but was pretty sexy. I, I can't lie. And uh, very functionable. I might go get a pair of Tommy yeah, I, John underwear. They look comfortable. It's probably more comfortable than the underwear I'm wearing now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have some real loser underwear, too. Like, I got these, like, Hanes, and they're really, really thick, and it's just not cool in the summer. Like, I never realized, like, saving a buck, I'll do it on, at the grocery store. But you know what, Gabe? I'm buying those Under Armour breathables and stuff. Like, you can't put a price on comfort. You just can't. It's the summer, too, man. Hot and muggy. New York's going to be real muggy. Yeah, it's already. Uh, you can already see I got the sweats going on here already. <laughs> I know. Me, too. Good weekend of partying. I'm not used to having a, like, like a time off there. It was a lot of fun. Great great weekend. Great weekend. It was uh, fantastic. Uh, I don't know. You know the website, PropSwap. Yeah. So it's an app, PropSwap, um, basically. And you can sell your sport ticket. So if you have a sport future, so wherever you are, if you've got like a ticket, you put it up on PropSwap and somebody could offer you money for it. Um, so you remember the other guy was $100,000. He was going to get $100,000 yeah. for his 250 on the blues. Um, I don't know if he sold his. I didn't, this, I didn't see that story. But this is another guy. And he just put the ticket up. So this guy's got a $200 ticket. On the Blues, at twenty-five to one, it pays fifty thousand two hundred dollars. He wants to sell it now after last night's loss. <laughs> He's already given up. Yeah, he wants. He wants. I gotta to sell be. It. I gotta be honest, Gabe. I would wait. Uh, as a gambler, I think it's one of those things. So you're gonna get reduced value if they're down to one nothing. Say they tie it up, then sell it. They'll get a better number. I'd rather take the chance, and then if they go down to, but then again, if they go down two nothing, then he's really, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. Well, look, they're plus two twenty now, so the ticket's yeah. worth like twenty two five or something. Yep. And that's if somebody actually wants to buy in on the Blues at face value. So I, I probably would imagine someone's going to offer like fifteen thousand dollars for this. Yeah. What would you do? I, think I only I'd put two hundred on it. That's just. That's just me. I'd wait another game because you're still going to get something. You're going to get less, but say they tie it up, you're you're in a better uh, situation to make bread. I don't know. I don't understand these guys. What I would do, yeah, I'd bite the bullet, and oh, you I would just bullet. start. You bet on the Bruins. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, if no one wants to buy it. You just simply bet on the Bruins right now. You hedge it. I mean, it's not <laughs> rocket science. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's another point. Yeah, there's so. Like we do this stuff for a living. Hey, guys, you don't have to sell the ticket. You're absolutely right. Do the math. Figure it out. I can take the Bruins yeah. at this price. Da, 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 da. We walk away with something. Thank you. It's not. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Just say, it all right. It's, it just say it sucks. I'm not going to win the 50, but if I just put 15 now on the Bruins. No, yeah. I get it. Not everybody has big money to hedge and stuff like this. Uh, but 
you know, this, this is why there's websites like this. We'll see what somebody's offers him. Um, they played this at the Paris. Uh, uh, he played it uh, at the Paris. I love the comments about what he should have done. People are yeah. like, oh, he should have done this. He should have done that. It's like, dude, you're not the one holding this ticket. So I wouldn't be telling him yeah. what to do. I'm yeah. just stating that, you know. There's ways to do it if you can't sell the ticket. Not, yeah, like I don't know how much he's going to get. They're plus 220 right now. So, like I said, that's about so if I'd face value, it'd be worth about twenty two five or something like that. And then you'd need somebody that's all gung ho that wants to bet at this this blues price. Like I said, I think you get about fifteen thousand bucks for it. Yep. When it when it's all said and done. Like I said, I, yeah, I'm not writing about, the Bruins. Yeah. I, I'm not writing the Blues off yet. The Bruins played a good game last night. They're on a roll. But if anything, St. Louis have shown a ton of resiliency in this playoffs. They've been down before in the playoffs. They're not giving up because they lost one game. Even if they lose the next game, I don't think they're completely done. But the thing is, like, Boston are on a freaking roll right now. They've won eight in a row. So as soon as things go bad for Boston, it could snowball the other way. But it just isn't. You know what I mean? They had 11 days off, and they kept the streak going. you got to give them credit, man. They're playing like a team possessed, too. They really are. They are. Every every role player stepping up. Uh, you saw it, too. The Blues are a tough team, and Boston started knocking them around. That's when you're like, oh, okay. These guys, yeah. they, they, they're all business, man. They're, they do everything well. The thing about the Bruins is they have very, very few weaknesses. This is what you have to do if you're St. Louis, though, Gabe. I talked about this recipe. Zdeno Char is a giant, but he's slow-footed. He must be crushed. He will take them. They have a questionable depth on defense, and that's what you have to do. The Blues need a hard forecheck, and they got to really wear these guys down. Then, then they can start to play their game. All right, we spoke uh, We spoke with Leo Rowden uh, this morning. The Raptors, good luck, Char. Break it down from a matchup standpoint. Raptors and Warriors. Handsome Warrior guest on throughout the week, too. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Guys, NBA Finals is here. It's time to put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid and you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering. Whether it be college or pro sports, you're always in control. Head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Thank you very much, Joe Ranieri. Joe Ranieri in Miami, Florida. I am Gabriel Morenci in Midtown Manhattan, New York uh, City. Uh, Leo Rowdens in uh, Toronto. Do we have Leo uh, ready to go, Sean? Good stuff. Yes, let's, let's bring him in, Mr. Leo Rowdens. Thank you for joining me, Leo. How you doing this morning? Hey, Gabe, what's happening? I'm doing really well. Everything good with you? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm doing, I'm doing great, Leo. So let me ask you, you were there. You did the game on, uh, you did the game, uh, the shot. 
And uh, you were there the other night, uh, too. So I got to ask you, like, which games are you doing in the finals? Because those are the games I'm laying it down on. You're the lucky charm, Rowdens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, uh, let's see, I'm doing uh, one, three, five, seven. So one, three, five, it, and uh, seven, it, huh? All right. Yeah, so if, if it goes deep, I'm in. Um. So before we get uh, before we get into, uh, I want to jump right in, and me and Renere have a ton of matchup questions for you. I wish I could have been there. I was there the Sunday before against Milwaukee. I'm in New York now. I, I'm not Drake. I can't afford to be flying back and forth everywhere. <laughs> but I'm going to get there before the series is done. I'm thinking maybe game five or seven, but I'm thinking uh, I'm going to be there for that game five. But I I thought, Leo, and you've been around this team forever, and I almost thought before I was going to cry and stuff. Like, I almost had that, you know, I got I got – choked up a couple of times in the playoffs a bit, but never real tears. I sort of was planning for it, and it's amazing, Leo. The second we won, I was like, I want the finals, man. Like, I don't know, the whole time, you know, so many Raptor fans, I thought, just said, oh, let's just win the East. We got to win the East. We got to win the East. And it seems to me like the fan base and even the players seem to be, you know, no, no, we're not done yet. This is that's just another step in what our goal is right now. Oh, absolutely, and I'll be honest with you, man. That was it was emotional. Uh, we got down towards the broadcast, and I let Matt do his call, and you know, let the broadcast breathe, let all the you know show the fans just going crazy. But it was an emotional moment. I mean, you're talking about a lot of years and uh, being a day winner. Uh, I've seen all the bad as well as the good, so it, it was a crazy, crazy night. But you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, I I believe going in that the Raptors could beat the Bucks. And, you know, if they get to the finals, they can win this thing. And talking to the players, right after they won, I went up to a bunch of the guys, and not one of them was overly celebrating. They're sitting there. The first thing they said to me is, next game, next game. We got, we're, we're, you know, we got we to get ready. So they're locked in. I mean, this is a team that thinks they can win the championship. And, and, and again, I really believe that if they do what they're capable of doing, and they play the defense they've been playing in the playoffs that have got that have gotten to this point. Uh, they can win, and I think it's going to be a great series to watch. You know, Leo. One of the uh, things that uh, Gabe and I were talking about, and and one of the matchups I'm most interested in is who guards Steph Curry. Uh, you can't keep Kawhi on him exclusively like you did Giannis. Because by the fourth, he won't have anything left in the tank. He can't be chasing Steph Curry around all game. So if you're the coach, if you're Nick Nurse right now, how are you dividing up how to go ahead and uh, and, and and guard Steph Curry? Who are you putting on him? What kind of rotation are we looking at? Well, see, that's the one thing. I think the Raptors match up extremely well uh, with Golden State. And when I say that, it's not just one-on-one matchups. It's they're a sw- They switch a lot, just like Golden State does. And what you do is you just try to crush, obviously, offensively, the, the, the matchups that work for you the best uh, and try to, try to you know, as, as the game's going, you're trying to put those situations uh, in your favor. Uh, but the Raptors defensively, they have a lot of different guys that can switch off, and they're, they're very comfortable in doing it. Even when uh, Kawhi Leonard was guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo, yes, he was the primary defender, you know, games three on. At the same time, it was a team effort. And what the Raptors did, that you know, hey, if uh, if Marcus Sol was near half court when Adetokounmpo was crossing half court, he was the guy that slowed him down, and 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 set the defense for the Raptors. So it wasn't just Kawhi doing that, and and that's what makes this team 
uh, I think, really, really good. And if you talk to these guys, every one of them says the fact of how they've come together and their ability to, to do what they what their defensive scheme is and to, and to execute it has been their success. So when you're talking about a Curry, I mean that's going to be any that's going to be Kyle Lowry, it's going to be Danny Green, it's going to be Fred Van Fleet, it's going to be it's going to be Kawhi Leonard sometimes. You're even going to see a Pascal Siakam uh, or a Norm Powell. Uh, so, you, you know, the Raptors are comfortable in switching. And remember, with Golden State, you don't really have, you know, there's not a dominant big out there. So, uh, you know, the Raptors have just come out of, you know, three series where there were some players of, of length that were significant to what was happening on the floor. Uh, in this matchup, it's going to be a little different, uh, leaning a little bit to the Raptors' favor. So you're going to see a lot of different guys play different roles on Curry. You know, one of the coolest things about the Raptors, too, Joe, and I know Leo knows this, is uh, Siakam speaks French, and um, Sergi Baca speaks French and Spanish. He speaks like seven languages. So on the Greek freak, when they were switching up and they switch up on people, they speak French and Spanish to each other, and they shake it up. Well, Mark, yeah, Mark, Mark Gasol. And Mark Gasol and, uh, Spanish as well, exactly. Yeah, that, you know. And they're talking all these different languages out there, so it's actually pretty funny, you know. Just uh, it's it great kinda, though. The opponent doesn't know though, what Gabe. you're saying, though, right? I like it. <laughs> well, yeah, and it kind of fits with Toronto, right? Multicultural. Hey, yeah. you got to play that way. <laughs> yeah. So I brought this up earlier, and Leo, Draymond, as great as Curry is, and as great as Thompson is, and Thompson's such a good defender as well. It's going to be such a fun basketball series here from a basketball standpoint. Nurse and Curry, but Draymond Green to me is sort of the guy, and. He's almost their point guard. Like, he really is. Like, when the ball, you know, Curry is a point guard at times, but Draymond handles the ball. He sets the screens, pick and rolls. He's so important. As you mentioned, and I brought this up to Joe as well, Nurse has done a nice job shaking things up and mixing things up uh, with the matchups. What about Kawhi and Draymond? Are they going to be seeing each other face-to-face along the way? Because I'd like to see what Golden State does if if Draymond gets nullified a little bit. No, I I, I completely agree. I think you're going to have to. See, uh, uh, I would not be surprised to see Kawhi, Pascal, uh, you know, Norm Powell picking picking him up. And here's the key: like he, he was Kevin Durant out. He's taken on a larger role. He's taken on the role he had before. And I like this role. I mean, I like him when he has the ball in his hands for this team. Uh, he's tremendous in pick and rolls. He brings that ball up. He's a guy that can take it off the rebound, get it up the floor quickly. Uh, he's constantly moving, and he creates all kinds of problems. And when you look at, you know, let's say, the Portland series, he had no one to really challenge him, and that allowed, it, that allowed him to do even more because uh, there was really nobody in the front line that was going to deal with him very much. So the Raptors, I think, one, you want to attack him. Okay, you want to go at him uh, as well as defend him. So uh, I, I think at times you're going to see, uh, without a doubt, you'll see Kawhi Leonard uh, on that situation. And, and you got to remember, too, you know, the Raptors, okay, I mentioned Giannis, how you got to get to him early, right? And once that guy gets up speed, you've got a real issue. Uh, ben Simmons of Philadelphia. You know, once he gets, you know, everybody says non-shooters get off him. Well, if you get off him, then they build up speed and they come at you. Now you can't guard him. And and with Draymond Green, even though he can shoot, here's a guy that you want to slow down, right? In transition, you want to slow down. You just can't let uh, this Golden State team just get out and run and speed the game up to to crazy levels. And the Raptors were were one of the best teams in the postseason so far. 
and controlling the pace of the game. And that, that's a, it's a fine line because offensively, you want to take your opportunities to get out and run. Yet at the same time, you don't want your offense to hurt you in any way controlling the pace defensively because you've got to slow Golden State down. And to do that, Draymond Green is one of those guys you got to maintain. It's funny, Leo, they say, uh, listen, everyone's still wondering if Kevin Durant's coming back. I mean, Gabe and I, I think, are on the same page here. I, I don't see how he comes back. DeMarcus Cousins is a different story. What is DeMarcus Cousins, if he does come back here for this series, what does that do to the bench, and how does that change things up for Golden State, if at all? Well, doing my intel, I, I don't see KD coming back. And, again, I could be wrong, but I, I don't see him coming back in this uh, series or it wouldn't be till very, very late if it, if it extends. When you look at a DeMarcus Cousins, quite honestly, and, and, and no disrespect, but for the Raptors, um, I hope he does come back because, number one, you know, he was out for an extended period of time. The Warriors got a great rhythm right now. I mean, they're balling. They're getting out and running. That, they're moving. They're playing at a very fast pace. If he comes back, there's got to be some disruption to what they've been doing. Uh, and, and, and the Raptors have Marcus Ole, Serge Ibaka. They've got a couple of bigs that have no, no issue dealing with his size. Uh, and, and, I, and uh, you know, if he wants to come out, and you know, he likes to shoot. He likes to knock down some threes and, and, and step outside from the perimeter. Well, that's great because as long as he's shooting, Curry and Clay Thompson are not shooting. So uh, I'm, from my standpoint, I think it would only help the Raptors if he comes back. You know, we were talking a lot about Kevin Durant, and I don't know what it is. I guess it's the gamesmanship, Leo. And listen, you're, you've been in the league, so you would know a hell of a lot more than me and Joe would. But we had the um, we had the, the 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 Chargers, former Chargers team doctor, a long time you know, athletic doctor, and really smart guy. And it was the morning after the KD injury, and he goes, "Guys, obviously I didn't diagnose him, but he said he won't be back until mid June at best." And but then Woj went on and said, oh, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And Curse has been playing this game-by-game-by-game by game thing all the time when, as you stated, me and Joe have been saying, guys, he's not coming back. And you talk about a disruption. I know he's a great player, but off an injury like that, how hard would it be to drop a guy like that on the floor in a game six of an NBA Finals, Leo, even if his name is Kevin Durant? No, I, I agree. I, I think, uh, and, and you know what? He's going into, he's got this free agency coming up. And he's oh, got, yeah, and free uh, agency. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, and, and you can't tell me that he's going to play loosey-goosey and feel good out there and comfortable knowing that, you know, he's got, he's got a, a severe problem with his cap. So, um, you know, and again, everybody from, from what I've been able to gather and talking to people, uh, like I said, it's severe enough that I agree with you. I don't. I don't think uh, he's going to be. You know, he's going to be able to come and play at a at a competent level, comfortable level, uh, even a safe level uh, in this series. So we'll see. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm betting against it. Leo Rowdens uh, with us. So Leo, um, uh, before we get you out of here, we got about a minute uh, left. We appreciate your time, sir. I'm thinking home court. Uh, the, the Raptors have been dominant. I believe now the Raptors are, what, 8-2 and two on, on home court in, in, in the postseason. They've gotten a little bit of a of a rhythm. I think home court really does come into play here, and the Raptors have home court advantage. You know, people always think I'm a homer already but because I pick the Raptors every series, but I actually put my money where my mouth is along the way. Um, 
I think this series is going seven games. I really do. I think we have a seven-game series here. Home court uh, holds all the way through, uh, Leo. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think this is going to go deep. And uh, okay, you got. It's interesting because you know the Raptors have been the best home court, right? And this, uh, the Golden State Warriors have been the best road team. I think they're six and two on the road. And even towards the end of the season, the Warriors are playing their best basketball actually on the road. So I think these first two games are going to be critical to the series. Uh, you know, as well as Golden State's been playing on the road. If the Raptors can hold home court and then take that confidence and sneak one, steal one on the road, they can really put a, you know, control this series. And no longer a 2 3 2 format, uh, guys. Leo Rowden's uh, Toronto Raptors analyst, Sportsnet. Thank you, Leo. And TS. Hey, my pleasure, Gabe. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Thanks, gang. Thanks to Leo Rowden uh, for joining us. I am Marantzi, the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart throwing it down. Big man on campus will join us in a 6 o'clock hour. Uh, we'll jump into uh, the baseball board uh, a little bit. Uh, we'll crunch some of the NBA Finals uh, numbers as well. There's some pretty uh, interesting props that have been posted over at FanDuel. But uh, Yankees and San Diego, Cam, first game up. At 6.35, and then we have another early start with uh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati at uh, 6.40 Eastern. Yep, it's going to be interesting. The Reds uh, debuting a a new pitcher there for tonight, uh, laying 15 cents in that game. Yankees game about to go off the board, and the White Sox-Royals game has commenced. Gabe still 1-1, top of the sevens. So we have some uh, baseball action coming up. Got a live game and a big, big board tonight. Uh, we've got some uh, news from the coffee club that I'll uh, I'll forward over to you. You want to take a look Good. at the uh, I like baseball the uh, scene here tonight. It's an interesting matchup here uh, with the Pirates and the Reds here tonight. A lot of numbers on Jordan Lyles' side here, but I know generally you do like betting on uh, the Reds. But uh, basically, uh, so Jordan Lyles on the road this year is 4-0 with a 1.96 earned run average, 0.91 whip. Um, the uh, the Pirates are 4-0 in his last uh, four starts um, in this series against uh, the Reds. They're 8-0 in the month of May. Uh, the, last, uh, the last eight times Lyles has pitched, the, the Pirates have won in the month of May. And... The Pittsburgh Pirates have beaten the Cincinnati Reds six straight times uh, so far this year. But with all that being stated, I'm still scared of the Pirates. Yeah, I'd be scared too, but you're right about uh, Lyles. Does a lot of damage on the road. He's been murdered at home a couple times, but his ERA is really good. It's under three, like 2.84. He's had a good campaign. Um, I don't know about the Sims kid. I'll tell you one thing. An angle that I've liked uh, over time, Gabe, is betting on these uh, pitchers making their debut. A lot of the time, they don't know about them. So should be an interesting game. Reds minus 115. Uh, We've got uh, Detroit and Baltimore at 7.05. We'll hit this cam. We'll get you caught up to date. Make sure we give you our thoughts. 
uh, here with the seven these games before uh, first pitch. There was some nine and a half out there. The San Diego Yankee game, I'm looking at an under. Uh, nine right now, not nine and a half.